This episode of Asia Not Asian is brought to you by the Quarter Pounder with Cheese from McDonald's. It's a QPC time. Asian friends, you know we love McDonald's. Maybe you went after piano class or Kumon, or maybe you had to sneak it after school. Either way, get the burger napkins were made for. Some call it messy, others call it flavorful. Typically, we try to watch our table manners around family and friends, but with the QPC, table manners can wait. Prime deliciousness can't. It's got 100% fresh beef, two slices of melted cheese. It's cooked when you order with crunchy pickles, onions, ketchup, and mustard. Order the QPC. Yum. Like, you know, like the, there's like a little yeah. area where you can kind of study. Yeah. I slept there. No, raw. What? Uh, welcome to the uh, Asian Not Asian podcast, the podcast uh, where um, Asian people uh, spiral. That's yeah, a good one. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Nguyen. And I'm Jenny Arimoto. And uh, we're coming at you today from uh, uh, my spare bedroom slash office slash uh, 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 nursery slash storage facility <laughs> uh, in new york city and uh it is a beautiful day um gorgeous very quickly before we get started in you know um uh if you're listening to this on uh the podcast app you know what leave us a review we're over a thousand reviews but you know what we want to get to two thousand fuck it fuck it we would love to have we're so many a plus asians we're a plus asians five stars uh leave us five stars leave us a review uh, if you're on, watching this on youtube hit subscribe um hit that little bell thing so you know uh, when to come out with uh when we come out with new content um if you're on spotify you can subscribe to us and and always be up to date with the latest things um yeah it is uh, it is a beautiful day and we're we're going to uh, get started with our patreon game Woo. yeah if you guys don't know what that is, the Patreon game is uh, the best way to... The, Patreon is the best way to support the podcast. And if you donate to our Patreon, we do a couple of things. We're going to have a hangout soon, just on Zoom. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> Jenny just found out. I just found out right now. Just now. <laughs> okay, We're going to cool. do it. We're going to do it soon. Uh, and uh, hey, you know what? Maybe some special guests will stop by. And, uh, and, and among, among other things that we do on, on the Patreon, uh, is shout out, um, pa- patrons and we guess their ethnicity. So it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and then we, we got, we got an interesting one. Okay. It's, uh, Charlotte Tower, Taramina, 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 Taramina. That is, wow. Whoa. I have never heard a name like that. That's, a, I mean, it sounds like a sweet name. It sounds like yeah. very sheesh like a like a like a turkish <laughs> princess <laughs> princess tarmina oh my god yeah it's it's kind of cool it is yeah tarmina what do you what are we thinking i this one is truly this is a this is throwing me for a this loop this is throwing me for a loop tarmina it does sound like a character from like a disney animated film uh-huh yes Do you know what i mean right. where yes. it's like it's like i don't know i guess every film is like a white man shows up and falls in love with an <laughs> ethnic woman or whatever yeah. um but ta- yeah taormina sounds like a name like the taormina di- dynasty Ooh, oh my gosh i've been meaning to go yeah. and check out some of those beautiful you know hieroglyphics yeah. i don't know that, that, that are associated with the taormina dynasty wow we are we're all over the place i am going to say i'm going to go out there i'm going to say uh near eastern Okay. No, maybe from the Levant. Uh huh. Okay. 
you know i don't even know where that is that's kind of like you know palestine israel God. Egypt. oh yes yeah know? yeah okay i'm gonna say turkish i'm gonna say turkish wow i i was like you took Tur- you said turkish and i was like should i just say turkish because i have just literally go no idea i mean like i'm good with turkish <laughs> we heard it here we're good with turkish we're good with turkish because i don't know enough about anything shout outs shout outs to uh Char- charlotte of the famous Taormina dynasty. dynasty. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I hope you gave us money in r- rubies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you if you want to get up on, on this and get up on the Taormina dynasty, uh, check out our Patreon. That's uh, patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian pod. Um, yeah, and that's, I think, all for uh, sort of our little upfront fun stuff. Now we like to get into the podcast. Uh, we like to ask each other, what kind of Asian were you this week do you want to go first yeah i can go first hey, uh, jenny what kind of asian were you this week i was a crazian <laughs> <laughs> um which you... is a term that i tried to coin in college <laughs> really and it did not like become a thing at all in what context were you trying oh, to I was doing it in high school oh my god crazian i wanted it to be um representative of the party asians because at my high school there were kind of like the party party asians but also like the study asians and so i really i like to call a group of the the cool asian kids who would like drink in high school the crasians i was not part of the crasians okay i was gonna say were you yeah. part of the crasians no i mean look at me <laughs> <laughs> i'm wearing a black pink t-shirt we, are we talking like how how party on a scale of you know ap ap calculus to euphoria yeah. what are we talking oh i mean closer to ap calculus okay, for sure. sure no one i feel like no one in my life was close to euphoria yeah sure <laughs> they, but they drank and hung out yeah they drank like i would remember like facebook when this back when facebook was a thing and everyone would like upload the pictures of them partying oh, hell and yeah. i was like oh Whoa. my god they're in high school like clearly drinking and like Whoa. asian glowing yeah illegally that's the thing with if you're like a teen asian teenager you can't get away with drinking yeah because you can tell boom what what is that what's yeah, going on exactly. here I, are you being a crazian yeah, right now exactly so anyways i would say crazian so many times that like <laughs> so like a handful of people started picking up on it and then and then they like left and then they're like oh so that's not really a term and i was like no i fully kind of made that up myself crazian um uh <laughs> anyway, so I was a crazian. I've been like, yeah, kind of drinking a lot. Okay, kind of not even drugging, just like taking CBD. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just have been CBD's healthcare. I mean, that's that's it's that's healthcare that's health, in America. That's healthcare. healthcare. It is healthcare. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the only thing we can afford. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've just been like out and about socializing i go through these waves where i like social i like double triple quadruple book a day wow. and then i'll like be out all day just going from one to the next to the next and like just kind of increasingly getting drunk at every single thing and then i know i will burn and crash in a week yeah and then i will be hermiting for a week and then i'll come back on this podcast and go i was a hermit i was a hermit again it's like a cyclical thing yeah <laughs> i'm 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 uh, i feel a little bit more like less like your podcast host and a little bit more like your pre- confessional priest yeah so what have we learned today yeah exactly welcome back jesus forgives you <laughs> so are you like going from like are you going to like day party like day drinking what what is yesterday what are these was things? day drinking okay yeah i guess last week was also like at someone's house drinking. or something yeah he it was like a pride kickoff party oh shit I that's also, what's up yeah it's also like i have a lot of gemini friends i'm learning and so i just have a lot of birthday parties in the oh. next like couple like last night was a birthday party um there's gonna be like other birthdays coming up this week like i just feel like i have a lot of gemini's around me yes so it's just do gemini's party I don't uh-huh. know if they party. I think it's just summer. Like, I think it's just yeah. getting warmer. So it's like everyone 
uses it as a reason to drink um happy pride by the way thank you so much happy pride I happy pride to all happy pride um i was gonna say that's also why it feels so much more fun yeah we, we just went through the <laughs> the sad aapi <laughs> you know month where we're all just like oh we gotta be you know serious and talk about you know sad hate crimes and stuff and then june and it was like it's like yay day drinking time yeah. oh fuck man that's that's and it's warm now and it's warm now Let's we're all wearing color and drink yeah, yeah we're wearing shorts yeah i i love it um well uh i will see you here next week when you crash and burn i know literally where i'll be like i haven't talked to a single soul in four <laughs> days and this is my first time talking to anyone that will be the next update right I'm sure yeah you'll have cut your hair yeah and you're gonna be a different person yeah you'll be totally different okay mike what kind of asian were you this week i was uh spilling my guts asian <gasps> tell me that's my favorite type of Is asian it? i mean i love talk i love talking you i know, love like talking. getting into it yes yeah getting into yeah. it is the word yeah that's the thing i feel people they it's really hard in 2022 yeah not just to have friends, because I think you can, if you live in a big city or whatever, you can have friends where you're going to be a crazian, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. But to be a friend where you really lay yourself, lay all of your terrible insecurities out and feel like, I just want to talk about it. I don't want to solve anything. Mm -hmm. I just want someone to know that yeah. I'm going through this. Yeah. And that's what, so I, that's what I did. So okay. I met up with my buddy, June. He started comedy when I did. He used to host this open mic um, when I started, you know, doing comedy. Mm -hmm. I liked him right away. Not just not just because he was Asian, but because he was very nice. Yeah. And in general, like the stand up scene can be people are generally actually pretty nice, but they're comedians, right? So they're anxious and they got all sorts of stuff. But June was like, he's openly a very friendly person. Uh -huh. And so, um, you know, um, he now is like a TV writer. He's like a, 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 a children's TV writer. Mm -hmm. And so that was, that's cool. And we reconnected, um, recently. And so we met up and we just kind of like, just shot the shit. But then also, like I said, like laid out all of our weird insecurities. He yeah. gave me a bunch of interesting, um, perspective on like the, the TikTok content that I put out. Yeah. And he's like, cause he saw me do stand up recently. He's like, Mike, you know, obviously you're like really, he, he had never seen me do a show since that time that oh, i did wow. that open mic okay. so it's like eight That's years later yeah. yeah so he's like obviously you're, you're much better and he was comparing like the way that i do something on stage versus like on tiktok and or, or, or when i do digital content and he was like kind of saying oh you got like uh uh i, for, I got the, i forget the exact phrasing but i feel he i think he says he, he was saying like you, you're not i'm not really getting like the full mike Nguyen right you know what i'm saying on, which i yeah on tiktok sure which i was like yeah that's totally that's totally true and i didn't you know i wasn't you know i, I it was a very good conversation because i felt like we could say all these things about ourselves to each other mm -hmm. without any real judgment mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so it's like i was i'm putting this out there and he wasn't you know he wasn't going like you gotta buck up and try to you know and and and, and get back on the set you know i it was just like observations that he exactly. has about you but exactly. being able to openly exactly share those observations yeah and it's just i think there's so many times you know i mean i know i do this but i people somebody might like uh complain to me about something and i offer a solution mm. when they don't they're not looking for that yeah you know it's okay i know i i, I think men tend to do i that. do i know they yeah. love to be we like do. solution oriented yeah we're like here's like, a hammer just one of that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm learning about that yeah. yeah 
Wait, so do you not spill your guts with your other people in your life? No. Really? <laughs> I'm constantly spilling my guts, which is why being on a podcast is the most dangerous thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I brought you on, because we wanted to spill those guts. So, I, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know if it's because I'm a man and I'm always trying to fix things or something, but it's it's hard to to try to put yourself out there right it's hard to find someone who would get it yeah because really like i want to complain about being like a weird creative comedian right Mm -hmm. like i'd have to talk to another comedian about it yeah and you know there are people like that but you could easily just end up becoming kind of like a riff session and you don't want that i'm like i don't want to riff i just want to least favorite thing about being with certain communities yes comedians is that it just becomes bits on yes. bits and you just never get into I don't, anything I don't real want to and you're, it's so tiring yeah i just want to be like hey this sucks right and they can be like yes it yeah. sucks man and then like okay great right. you know so um and you know of course i can talk to my wife about it but i um and i do yeah <laughs> but i also feel like uh you know i think about this all the time mm-hmm. almost constantly like the stuff your shortcomings i guess that yeah and it's just like you know just my life right i'm just like thinking reflecting on it right all the time yeah so i don't want to burden someone i I use that word all the time like burden someone with like here's this thing i'm going through you know so this is my big learning in therapy so now i'm going to kind of drop the things that i've learned yes it's never a burden because hearing your other people talk hearing your friends that you care about talk about this stuff you like hearing about it you're like oh that's what's going on in there i'm getting to know what's going on in your brain because i used to also think that i didn't want to complain or like talk about myself too much because that's a burden yeah and then i now i do a thing where i like show up and i start talking immediately i think i showed up here and immediately started talking about it (laughs) to you and your wife yeah listen to this yeah and also my newborn is like i know He doesn't speak English yeah. yet. You know? I, was like, I was like, you're going to like this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that you should go in there and share that stuff always. Wow. With people that you trust. Right. Um, because I think then that creates a space where the other person can then feel comfortable sharing their thoughts and feelings can, and like shortcomings. Can I tell you, whenever I do drugs, yeah, <laughs> that's usually... I end up doing that. I end just up sharing. Doing, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, no, I can. I'm, you know, other, you listen to your head. Yeah, other people are like, oh, we're gonna go party. I'm like, no, let's yeah. let's just talk about ourselves <laughs> and each other and how much I love you, man. Yeah, exactly. You know, we hug. Yeah, that's what's about. Um, well, okay, that's nice. It is nice to it is nice to to get that out there, and I and I hope other people are doing that. Have somebody they can talk to yes. about something like that or feel they can. So that was that was me, and I'm um. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be burdening you with a lot more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or not burdening you yeah, with a lot more stuff. Yeah, it's not a burden. This is, this is great. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I love it. This, this, is, this is an interesting thing, too, just to kind of bring it with, like, you and I. Um, you're, like, the only... I guess it's, you're, like, the only female Crasian comedian uh-huh. I text. Oh, really? Yeah. Just, like, for fun? Yeah. Just as like, hey, what are you, you know, yeah. what's, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I always kind of reflect on that. Again, I think it's because as like a, a an Asian person, Asian dude at a certain age, it's harder to meet people and like be sure. friends with them. You know what I'm saying? You also have like a family. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I always think about that. I don't know if you ever think about that. I think that I think I'm generally also my strength is building one-on-one relationships oh okay. i think i struggle in groups interesting so like one-on-one texting is like where i thrive yo because <laughs> i think like i don't i don't really care if like i want to talk to you i'll send you a text ah and i've just like gone to that point now where i'm like not too self-conscious about like 
reaching out when I want to hang out with somebody yeah. or talk to somebody. Yeah. And so I think I like build kind of a rapport. Is that the word? Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, to like have like open communication. That's like very friendly and, f- yeah. and like dumb and light. Um, and so I don't know. I think that like that is my strength. Where I struggle is if you if I go to a party alone, that's where I struggle. Oh. Where I'm like, there, if there's a lot of people I don't know and I have to like stand out in a crowd and I don't really have a, a wingman with me, that's where I struggle. Yo. I like immediately like get scared and I yeah. like, get quiet. Yo. I feel I'm the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you do you do really well in like big groups. In big groups. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm comfortable doing that. Throw me into like a crowd of people I don't know. Yeah. And I'll like figure it out or whatever. Yeah. yeah I like I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. No, I want to be like this. Yes. Like direct a camera, you know, like <laughs> just like getting into it. Yes. Like what's your biggest fear? <laughs> like <laughs> what are your dreams? That's literally a question I ask. I go, what are your dreams wow. for your life? You open with that? Yeah, Sometimes? on first dates I bring it up. Almost really? always, yeah. Like, what is your dream? Your life dream? What do you hear? I mean, a bunch of stuff. Like, people are like, whoa, what a question. You know, that's often. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, whoa. And I'm like, yeah, but like, if you could do anything, like, what is your thing that you want to accomplish in life? And it doesn't have to be work. It could be like family. It could be anything. But like, what is the thing that you want in life? Whoa. Because <laughs> I just need to know. And if people are like, rise and grind, like, oh. like, you know oh. I, I just want to like start my own company that's usually when i'm like that's great for you I, we are not the same like our values don't align that's usually why i ask or it's like just like travel a lot i always i'm like oh <laughs> we probably won't get along i mean like i like travel too but like when someone's traveling. personality is yeah. only travel oh yeah right I, just, i'm just always like there's gotta be more can um can i say that i really like your uh bay area guy <laughs> Thing. I don't know if it's of an barrier, but like I'm getting the inflection, like yeah. just like you know, yeah. rise and grind, and <laughs> you know, put up those numbers, yeah. kid. Yeah. I think that there's just so many people <laughs> like that that I've kind of in my 20s I just kind of navigated that. That's like forever, kind of established as straight dude in my head. That you're not yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, have you heard about keto? <laughs> Or like intermittent fasting has changed my life. Like that is like such a dude trope that I've like been around for so long. I I want to do a character like that, but I realized there would be no differentiation between me and that character. Do you yeah. know? What I'm I would, I, uh, intermittent fasting is really tight. You guys should give it a shot. It uh, just is you. It just is me. You know, sometimes I don't eat, and that's a personality. <laughs> I don't have breakfast. That's who I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that helps me code. At the end of the at the end of the day, it helps me crunch the numbers. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. I also love that question that you know that I, you know the the dream question. I'll, I yeah. can can I bring it back though. Yeah. Sometimes I do get sad because I text you and you take a long time to text me back. I know. I mean, this week especially, I forgot. <laughs> but I literally I don't remember even remember what it was. But it was a really chaotic day. But I can't remember what it was. Oh. Uh, we found a cockroach. That's what it was. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Well, exterminator. No, That's I me real- spilling my guts on this podcast. I realize that everybody has like a different cadence to how they text. I text, I tend to text immediately. Yeah. Because if but, I don't text you back, I'll just forget. But I feel like I'm pretty good. When you catch me. Yeah. When I'm on my phone, I'm yes. like very good. I, I, I feel like, um, I don't know, maybe this is, this is not right, but the feeling I get from you is like, oh, there's a bunch of stuff that builds up. Like at the end of the day, then you kind of go through them all. I do. Uh-huh. I, I've also been doing a thing where I'll just not text for like three or four hours and try to write. Oh. Which has been really good. 
because wow. I actually write. Yeah. But then I have a backlog and then I'm Huge. like, <gasps> like texting oh, a bunch and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Dude, <laughs> so it's that, yeah. I love that you don't text so you can be as productive as possible. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you've just got to cut the Wi-Fi, cut that cord and then you can <laughs> actually get shit done finally. <laughs> I could do a whole podcast. I want to hang out with this person. This This is amazing. (laughs) An amalgamation of all my exes. (laughs) Oh my God. Is that who you've been dating? I mean, they just, it's who was around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What can I do? Yeah. um, That is hilarious and we're now really close friends. I'm friends with the the character. I'm not with you. Yeah. The character. Text me, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Bro, hit me up. All right. We can go for max PR. All right. Going online without ExpressVPN, it's like using your smartphone without a protective case. Why would you take the chance? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in a cafe, at hotel, etc., your online data isn't secure and any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data. It's that simple. So what does ExpressVPN do? It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. It's so secure, it would take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. All you gotta do is fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. I love ExpressVPN because it's so easy to use. Just one click and go. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com Asian. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Asian. And you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Asian. Whoa, what was Whoa, that? Hey, that's what crazy. What is that sound? It's nice. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronized online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Like mine, Shopify powers million businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash Asian, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash Asian right now. Shopify.com slash Asian. We're going to do DOS Race News, Mm -hmm. which is everyone's favorite segment. We have two topics to talk about. Um... Both kind of come from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one do you want to do first? Let's start with. Let's maybe we just do it in the order. The okay, yes. So on presented. so on Twitter, there was this thing that shot around on Twitter and on uh, the Reddit? internet, Reddit yeah. too, I think. Yeah. And it was it's basically if you guys didn't see, it's this map of Greater Europe, like Eastern Europe and Western Europe, and 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 the, the UK. And it's color coded, and it's basically uh, saying uh, which countries where uh, if you go if you go into a house as a guest, mm-hmm. are you likely to be fed as a guest or not fed? Mm-hmm. And in general, it was kind of saying something like the Nordic countries, you're gonna go into this house, you're gonna get going to be a, be a guest and not be offered food. Mm-hmm. And then as you go a little bit further south, you know, you're in France or or something Denmark, you know, maybe they're gonna offer you food. Mm-hmm. And then as you get further south into Italy, Spain, 
then they're, you're definitely going to be offered right. food. And that was, that's kind of the gist. And this is really opened up this huge conversation. Um, I remember also uh, on Twitter, there was a, uh, I think, I believe this person was South Asian mm-hmm. and they were talking about how, if you come over to a South Asian person's house, you're definitely getting food. You're, you yeah. know, you're not leaving without it, mm-hmm. you know, and how, who, who does this? You know, it's this whole thing, like these crazy Nordic people, how, you know, and people were relating these stories of, uh, you know, when they were growing up or, or, or visiting Sweden, uh, or, or Nordic country, they would, uh, go to their their friend's house and then their friend would be like oh hold on and and then that friend would leave right. have dinner, dinner while the, while you were in the other room right and then you could resume your thing right so i thought it was really an interesting conversation yeah. food is always a big thing for us yeah right and i wanted to just like kind of open it up a little bit yeah it was fascinating i also like read a thread once again i don't know how accurate any of this stuff is i, I don't make think that it's accurate clear. at all <laughs> actually that's one thing i would say is that i maybe in the most general sense yeah. there's something kind of going on sure. here but it's going to be so much of a variation i know but i was reading a thing about the history behind like someone mm. wrote like a twitter thread about the history behind why they don't serve food because it was something about like de- being indebted if you take food or like right. it was also like a certain class thing um oh. to like provide food but then also i did no research on who this person is who wrote yep. it or the accuracy of the information same so I have no idea, but I can't imagine a world where you're not fed. Yeah, I I, I agree. <laughs> I feel like um, I literally cannot wrap my head around that. I feel uh, there there is something to that. I don't know if it's an Asian. Just, I'm just from my own experience. I remember my mom. She made it a a big deal to always be like, um, if there's a guest over, you have to make them comfortable. Yeah, that's like a thing. Of course, you you have to at least get them some water or some food or or, or something like that. Um, I remember uh, this was like really ingrained in me. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to take care of them because like they're in your house and all this sure, stuff. Yeah. Um, I remember too, like if you if, if somebody sleeps over, like your friend of a friend sleep over, like got to make sure that they're all taken care mm-hmm. of for that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of stuck with me, right? So I always feel like. You know, when I was like a young person and I had somebody over, not in that way, just like a friend yeah. <laughs> who's coming over, uh, I would be like, okay, you got to make sure they got like, you know, a toothbrush and right. like a towel and yeah. all these things. I remember one time, you know, I was a freshman in college. I, w- I had missed the last train home and mm-hmm. I had to stay with my buddy and uh, he <laughs> had no supplies. I was staying at his dorm uh-huh. and A, it was impromptu, but he made no preparations what's I, no supplies he had no pillow extra pillow no oh, blanket i see i see i straight up took a i slept in the dorm common space like you know like the there's like a little yeah. area where you can kind of study yeah i slept there no raw what no no blanket raw a raw sleep no just in my clothes yeah you know, I, I, I was, I was, I couldn't turn off the light. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, this is a nightmare. Yeah, you know, I don't I, think I could sleep. I made it a point always to be prepared. And, and you know, th- this is just something that's drilled into me from my mom. Right. So, and, and I do want to say at least my parents would uh, kind of, if I had a friend over, be like, Hey, you know, we're going to have dinner soon. Do you want to have some dinner with us? it came up less often than i than you think but it it is something i i want to say that she was aware of yeah how about you it's it's like a whole to do when someone was coming over yeah when i grew up so it was like we need two weeks lead time please (laughs) like we need to make sure the the place is 
clean yep. as hell. So Even though clean. it's already clean, because my parents are my parents, it's like it has to be like extra clean. Yeah, full clean out everything. Buy snacks that could feed a small village, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, and then like we're gonna also have dinner, and like if if it's like a if people are coming over that are adults, then it gets like bumped oh. up. Like the it gets even more crazy. Sure. Where like the amount of food is literally like it's unreasonable. <laughs> like the, it's like feeding a small like once again like five different meals in one meal and then and then like at the end of the meal my parents like you should just kind of take just take all these things also i got a car literally like do you want the car we have so many cars we We have have so many cars we have two two cars we don't need to take the suv we don't need we're small (laughs) yeah we're so just fit in the bicycle take the other car too (laughs) exactly yeah like everything was just like it was like do you need anything do you do you want to whatever whatever like that was like always the stance that we were in yes and so i similarly when like if if i know someone's gonna stay with me i've like bought blankets and yeah. stuff for that person yeah i like bought a fan for the person coming like i will purchase things so that they <laughs> have a comfortable stay yes because like that's my number one concern it feels i i i i often think that these things it's just about perception people mm-hmm. feel that the nordic people are cold yeah <laughs> you know they eat raw fish you know <laughs> They're always wearing scarves. Yeah. You know? So it's like, they must be, they must be a cold people. Yeah. Whereas in Italy, oh, they're so warm. Olive Garden everywhere. Yeah. When you're here, your family, you know, have some breadsticks. Yeah. That's what it is. So I don't know if that's really what's going on. You were saying that this is going to be like a big problem for Sweden. Yeah. I saw like a bunch of online things afterwards that, about the fallout being like actually discussed very seriously in like Sweden and like in the Nordic countries that are like... <gasps> Uh oh, our reputation uh-oh, is on the line. Uh-oh. I don't know how real that is, but I Someone's bet tweeting because, at us. Yeah, <laughs> but I bet you that people are people's perceptions have changed of like just because of this little map that came out of somewhere that people are like <laughs> those people are rude. You Dude, know? every time I go to IKEA, I got to pay for my own meatballs. Yeah, they don't Can offer me believe free it? meatballs. No boysenberry sauce yeah, or whatever it is. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, it's it is like, but it's a culture. I can also understand a culture thing. Like, if it's understood that you don't do that, then you yeah. just don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's like a cult. Can I imagine it? No, but like, right. If everyone else is doing that, I also understand them being like, no, it's not rude. It just is. It can. I can see also sometimes people being, it's like too much. Yeah. So um, I used to go to eat at this awesome Ukrainian restaurant, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was in it was in Soho, and they had a whole thing where. When they sat you down, they gave you a shot of vodka. Oh. <laughs> and then as you left, they gave you a shot of vodka. Okay. And it was, it was of course, fun. Yeah. Right? Because okay. it's, hey, it's a shot of yeah, vodka. I was going to say, creation status here. <laughs> creation status. I would be so wasted after two shots. Well, here's the thing, is that you couldn't go to this restaurant and not leave wasted. Yeah. You had to, you know what I'm saying? And it was a great time, of course. Right. But at a certain point, you're like, oh my God, like, you're, <laughs> are you trying to kill me? Yeah. You know? So there is a kind of like a flip side where sometimes people are like trying to kill you with kindness. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, you know, it's like, look at, look at all the shit I got. I yeah. got so much vodka going here. You don't even know. And saying no feels also rude. Exactly. Now you feel like, oh God, I fucking have to eat all this shit and right. drink all their vodka or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. I, hmm. Yes. I'm glad at least that I, uh, when you came over, I gave you a bagel. Yeah. And I fully was like, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> I try to get make sure you have snacks. I know there's always snacks here. You're very nice. And I try I to make just sure. Kind of show up, and I'm like, "All right, all right, what are you gonna put in my mouth?" 
<laughs> what do I get? What are my treats today? <laughs> you know, I love it. You know, I've got the polo on, the dad polo. I, I buttoned up the buttons all the way up, okay, to show my status as a father, okay? I'm not one it of is. these. It is very fatherly. I'm very, I'm, I'm all about it. I love taking care yeah. of people, you know? Yes, thank you, Mike. I live, appreciate laugh, it. Live, laugh, love. Yeah. You're okay. very live, laugh, <laughs> live, laugh, love, feed and drink vodka. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. The other uh, topic on our Deus Dos race news is uh, BTS visits the mm-hmm. White House. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the, recently, BTS, who you m- might know is a very famous K-pop band, they uh, gave a little statement at a, at a White House, uh, you know, in the White House press room. And you can go online and read it. But it was, you know, about... Uh, you know, uh, Asian American hate, and it was um, you know about hate crimes and the experience, their own experiences, and they're talking about how they they hope their music can unify people, and um, it was on the last day of uh, Asian American Native Hawaiian a- Pacific Islander Heritage yeah. Month. Oh, gosh, it's it's so it's, it's it's pretty gangster. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, yeah, it was on the last day, and you know, cool. You yeah. know, um, some people on Twitter. Uh, you know, they weren't sure if BTS was the right people to kind of make this statement. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I, I thought it was interesting. I mm-hmm. thought it was cool. Of course, I watched it and it was on C-SPAN. When do you ever watch C-SPAN? Right. BTS is on C-SPAN. <laughs> and you're like, okay, great. You know, and uh, you know, they gave their, their, their statement in, in Korean and that was nice and they had a translator and everything like that. And, you know, I think there's a discussion about are they the right people to right. make this statement right. for Asian American Native Hawaiian? pacific Islander heritage yeah. month yeah i just want to preface this by saying that i brought this up to mike that i'm afraid of being critical about anything that bts is involved we're not being in. critical they're but, awesome <laughs> but they're great bts rules bts rocks we great music so talented i they listen jump to them so literally high. every day yeah yeah i mean i've never heard a group outside of bts i love them so much. <laughs> um I think that the conversation is very interesting because it is, I understand why they were chosen. They are supremely popular. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to get so much attention. And like, I think people tuned in just for BTS. So like, I understand the validity of that statement on the flip side. I am like, okay, assuming that this is about Asian American hate crimes, like um, hate crimes happening in America and not just around the world sure now i'm like okay it feels odd to choose bts because um what do they what is their experience with like you know Mm. culture in america yeah um i mean like to a certain extent yes they they have experienced america but it's like very different than growing up here and like you know yeah i mean having an identity as an asian american i think that's the key thing is the asian american identity right i mean of course you know asian people Hey man, you know, you can go, there's, there's Asian hate crimes all over the place, sure. you know, it's a global phenomenon, yeah. but we do want to talk about the one that's happened in America as if that's a good thing. But you know, we, that is like a particular experience. Yes, I totally. do think that. And I, I was trying to, I was trying to think about who I, I, I enjoy, I, I don't want to say enjoyed their statement because it's, it's, you know, it's such a terrible topic, but I am, I'm a fan. So I liked watching it and I could see where it's it could just be spreading awareness yeah what's sometimes crazy is that i think a lot of people don't know that there's asian hate crimes like in the in america i see you know what i'm saying yeah it it, it may it may be on the news a lot yeah you and i talk about it we may have experienced it yeah but i think a lot of people honestly don't 
even it doesn't even cross their mind that this happens this country in this country Mm. because i think you know the narrative can be focused on uh you know maybe it's on other races maybe they just maybe they just don't think about it Mm -hmm. oh you know the oh i know about asian you know my friend's asian and they just don't think about i think it's kind of like how you know the if you're a man you never think about how uh fraught it could be just being a woman walking down the street right you just don't think about it you don't have that experience so i think um you know i i think uh more people are aware of it but a lot of people might just sort of assume that everything's hunky-dory for us yeah you know um and so i'm i'm hopeful that maybe more people realize that we're getting hate crimes i don't know that's a terrible thing again the thing to say terrible thing to say but um, because they were there and they they, they talked about because it because they mentioned because they talked about it yeah and they might be like oh well bts is talking about this maybe this is something that is happening in america and i'm, I don't know, I'm gonna learn more about it or whatever yeah. which so i think that's cool i do wish that was somebody you know they had also an asian american artist yeah and i'm trying to think about you know who who, who we have yeah. a lot of different people who could do that i understand I think. that the scale will not be the same as bts yeah. yeah and like so that's where i'm like uh. but like yeah i think this comes down to like the asian american experience yeah. is not the same as the asian experience absolutely of Asia. absolutely different experience yeah which is like just two separate viewpoints backgrounds life yes, totally <laughs> um and so i'm uh, that's different why i was podcasts. like different po- totally different very podcasts. different podcasts yeah the transition music is totally completely different different, different podcast uh <laughs> patreons are different patreons are different doesn't make sense yeah <laughs> we use different amazon websites <laughs> yeah there's ends with dot kr <laughs> whoa so it's very so different, different. Yeah. insane but yeah, I don't know. It was just like an interesting conversation, I think, to have like nuance. There's nuances to it. But at the same time, once again, I love BTS, you know, huge I, that, fan. This, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> it's not the, that's not the question is. Yeah, we of course we love BTS. We should really doubling down. Just make, make sure, sure that everyone knows that. Okay? Knows I yeah. love BTS and it's, I respect them. Yeah. So talented. Think about this. Okay. I think if BTS were here. Yeah. Guess who's on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> We've been holding them this yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah. If you could hold RM you, for one RM, second, could you hold on for just like yeah. about forty minutes? Yes. I know you're really busy, but we're gonna riff for riff, a little while. Yeah, and it'll be really fun up top. And then when we're laugh. ready, and then when you're you ready, you can bring up, come on, welcome everybody, RM. No, <laughs> I think if they were here, they would be like, yeah, we have to understand, you know, because now they do have so many fans in America, and they, yeah. the texture of an American fan must be different. Sure, I assume from like going, you know, different parts of the world yeah and so you know i think they would understand like hey you know we have a particular experience um and you know I, I'm, I'm glad they, they they spoke up for us but uh yeah i, I want i wonder it, it, i think it has to be acknowledged yeah asian american experience yeah asian experience it's a very different flavor of racism yeah it <laughs> you is. know what i'm saying even yeah. though sometimes it can be the same yeah anyway so uh i want to yeah want to know what everybody else thinks uh let us know what you think about um you know bts and also that food thing we want to know um you can uh leave a leave a comment on our youtube you can um you can you can email us uh you can you can follow us on instagram you know but you can also do all sorts of things but you can also leave us a voicemail Ooh, Ooh. can you believe it i love it we're getting voicemails i love getting voicemails it is so nice uh we we were going to do our little voicemail segment here and um in it we want to hear what kind of asian were you this week uh we would love it if you left a question but you know you don't got it but you know we just want to hear what kind of asian were you this week it could be anything Mm -hmm. okay it could be i was a you know soundcloud rapper asian okay it could be i was a um 
got swindled on eBay Asian. I'm all about it, okay? Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at 646-809-7231. 646-809-7231. It's just a voicemail box. I won't answer, I promise. Um, and uh, just just uh, leave a little, little, little note, and we've, we've been getting a lot of fun ones. We're going to go through a couple. How's that sound? That sounds great. Hey, Mike uh, and Jenny. Uh, this is Hao uh, Wing, uh, but I think Mike pronounces this... Uh, pronounces the last name Nguyen, uh, which is fine. Uh, I uh, am a Midwest Asian, like uh, from Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul area. And uh, yeah, so this week I've been a lonely Midwest Asian. And I uh, I have to admit, I was actually folding clothes um, and listening to your podcast. And it made me uh, happy because I pretend like uh, Mike and Jenny that you're like my Asian friends. Because um, <laughs> there's, there's not a ton of Asian people around here. And uh, the Asians that we do have around here, uh, we're kind of like separate. You know how like uh, white people think that all Asians like get along? Um, it's not like we're like warring factions or anything like that here. You know, like, like the Midwest Asians aren't just like fighting each other, you know, and going to, to battle. It's not like that. It's just, you know, that we like the, the Hmong groups have their own thing. And then within that, they have their own clans. And the Vietnamese people, you know, we're just too busy being angry and by ourselves in our own homes. Uh, and, and, and then, you know, there's all other sorts of Asians here. But anyways, um, definitely feeling uh, like a lonely Midwest Asian this week. And, um, yeah, so I just, I just wanted to call you guys, um, and thank you for, for being my friend, even though when I say that out loud, it, uh, it sounds even sadder. Okay. I'm going to go now. I'm going to go now. Wow. Wow. First of all, how, how are you doing? How? How? Um, that's, very sweet. That was so very, nice. very sweet. That's very nice. Uh, I hope you're listening to this, folding your underwear. And let me just say, I have a lot of Asian friends from Minnesota. Do you? I really do. Huh. Like, like did you met them here? I, yes, met them either in San Francisco or in New York. Got it. But I do have a handful of I think Minnesota th- Asians. That's um, the first lesson there is how is get out of St. Paul. <laughs> yeah, you got to get out of St. Paul. move to the coast. No, it, it's that's that's it's so nice to, yeah, to hear that. Yeah, that's very, very nice. I, lo- I, I like to think that we're somebody's Asian friend, their only Asian friend. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, we'll take it. We'll take it. You know, we, we, I can see the podcast stats and we got like we got interesting download numbers sometimes from like oh we got you know canada which makes sense but sometimes like new zealand oh really yeah and i'm just like who's in new zealand like listen to us and i'm just imagining there's this like dude who is you know his family got on the wrong airplane <laughs> and they were, they were supposed to land in alberta but they ended up in new zealand yeah. and they're like and, and now he, there's this new zealand chinese kid He's like, yeah, you know, who's, who's like living in the rolling hills. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> I All right. yeah. I, that's right. really bad. <laughs> but we're his Asian friend, too. And we're Howe's Asian friend. That's so nice. That I, is really nice. I wanted to talk about if um, I can kind of relate to the not associating with other Asian things. Sure. I used to have this theory when I before I kind of had my Asian awakening in college. Yeah. Where I was like, OK, if you are a 
there's two kinds of Vietnamese people. There's like Vietnamese people who are like cool, mm-hmm. who like don't associate necessarily with other Vietnamese people. And then there's like all the Vietnamese people who are like in the VSA and the club and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I realize that's a bad, not bad, but like not the right way to kind of think about it. And we should all just be getting along. Yeah. But I did have this thing where I was like, oh, I, I, I uh, like purposely, I don't know why, didn't associate necessarily with other Vietnamese people. I, I don't know. Was I don't know what it was. specific to Vietnamese? For me, it was. Okay. Because I was like, you know, I was like cool with other Asian people, but I, I think there was something like, you know, may, maybe I thought like the, 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 the Vietnamese student club was too Vietnamese and I wasn't that Vietnamese. Yeah. I think that, I think that was part of it. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't speak the language, you know, that, that, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. So I can kind of sometimes see what he means where if you are in this place and there's not a lot of Asians, you might not you might do this opposite thing where you like avoid other asians mm, because you don't feel like you belong to the the asian crowd that is there yeah you know what i'm saying i think that's what i struggled with too um until i had my little asian awakening as well which was i don't want to i don't want to make friends simply because the one thing we have in common yeah is our asianness right like i was like because then that's boiling it down just to like we're both Asian. Isn't yeah. That crazy? Hey. Like I, I was like, like oh, when, I just want to have like a friendship with the person I get along with. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or you ever have uh, the thing where like you're, I don't know if this has happened to you ever where like you have, you know, you have your, your, your white friends and then an Asian person shows up and then they're like, Hey, you would really get along with this person. <laughs> or maybe you guys should date, you know, like, ah, <laughs> that was definitely a thing in high really? school where That's it was so like, where it was just like, well, you know uh-huh. who you should date. You and know, it's should... always someone Asian. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, well, interesting that this is there's a pattern here. <laughs> yes, I remember when I was uh, when I was in kindergarten. Uh, I, you know, I was a little kid, and uh, we we had um, these new these two new kids who joined our kindergarten, and my my, my teacher was, like, hey, can you like uh, hang out with them and make sure they feel welcome? And I was like, okay, you know, I was yeah. a little kid. They were Japanese uh-huh. from Japan. Oh, dang. Didn't speak English. Yeah. I do not speak yeah. Japanese. <laughs> and they would talk, there was the two of them and they would like talk to each other. Yeah, And of I was course. like, they got, they got each other, right. you know? And I would be sitting there and I was like, why am I here yeah. in this thing? You're like the one, I'm the one excluded. I'm the one. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you get me a friend? <laughs> yeah. Where's the friend I get? Yeah. So it's, that's so funny. I think, um, yeah, man, I, well, yeah, what's I going what on? What do you think? I, I think that, um, I'm just curious. Well, you know how he said the thing about Vietnamese people just stay inside and are angry. angry. Yeah. How would you kind of break that down? What does that mean to you <sighs> as a Vietnamese person? man? Okay. To kind of take a page out of the Pixar playbook, intergenerational trauma, mm-hmm. but also intragenerational trauma. Sure. You know, the Vietnamese experience is one of conflict and loss. Of course. Right. That's, yeah. you know, it is, um, you, you go through something like that, which I can't imagine. Uh, I, I related to um, you, you ever seen a sci-fi movie where like the race of people have to leave their home planet because it gets destroyed it explodes yeah. that happened to Vietnamese people right it's like we had to leave our home country we couldn't go back home it, like parts of it were literally destroyed and you carry that around with you mm-hmm. and now you're growing up or you're living your second life in this other country and you you're, you're mad yeah you know and um, that's I think the core of it mm is you you can't process it yeah you know uh so you and it ends up manifesting in different ways 
like voting for trump (laughs) or whatever yeah and um you know this is what happens where if you don't have a buddy you can't spill your guts to yeah you need to spill you need to spill your guts buddy you know because to talk about these sorts of things otherwise you can you can just get like real upset do you think that like passes on from generation to generation so then like the next generation that like you know maybe is from here yeah is still like inside angry i think the yeah i mean you know i think you you do inherit some of that and then you may end up dealing with it in different ways. Maybe you start a podcast and go into comedy, <laughs> uh, or 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 whatever. Or you know, or you, you could kind of you do have to deal with it, right? You know, yeah. I do think it is interesting. It is seems like a it. it I knew exactly what Hal was talking about when when he mentions, you know, there is a, you know, he was talking about the the Hmong people. There's a lot of Hmong people mm-hmm. in uh, in uh, in in the Midwest, and they kind of like they all get along but then they also sometimes not get along because they do have their own things going on they do have their own like you know you know kind of units right and vietnamese people end up just being in their houses by ourselves Mm. which is like it is it is like spot on yeah you know i don't know what you would describe it you know the bay area japanese american vibe yeah i think it's different just because uh the history is longer Mm. and so um, like to be honest, the problem when I uh, by my generation is that there are no more Japan towns. Like they're all oh, kind of like word. dispersing because yeah. everyone's assimilating and no one wants to really maintain like Japanese American culture, Yo. which is like very sad because my grandpa was of the generation that are very proud Japanese Americans. Sure. Like um, you know, kind of survived World War Two. Yep. Like that those folks who were really like proud of being Japanese. And then, but that was so long ago. That's yeah. like two generations ahead of me, right? So yeah. like, it's like by the time for me, it's like Japantown is not even mostly Japanese anymore. It's like other Asian people living there, which mm. is like great, but it's just no longer Japantown. It's like, to be honest, there's probably more Koreans. Yeah. Because um, they're just like a newer generation. Yeah, they're like the newer wave. Yeah. Yeah, Vietnamese people, I think, you know, to, to you speaking about like preserving your culture, we're kind of like the opposite in that. Uh, yes, we're sort of assimilating, but at the same time, we reinforce the the narratives we tell ourselves mm-hmm. about the country and you know our our sort of the war experience and stuff. Because if you go to any VSA culture night, yeah, um, it's always the same thing. It's always like the the beautiful countryside of Vietnam with water buffalo and there's women <laughs> doing fan dances, and then there's a war and there was craziness. Mm. And then uh, then we came to America and like you tell that narrative over and over again. Yeah. So like we preserve our culture, but like a very specific form of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Versus, uh, uh, you know, ver- versus like, I-, I think what you, you know, Japanese American community went through, yeah. which is like kind of over time, it gets, I don't know, one, you know, harder to hold on to that. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. It's just been longer yeah. time for us between our tragedy. I mean, our tragedies also we've incurred a lot of tragedy on other people caused it, but whatever <laughs> yeah man welcome <laughs> to the terrible <laughs> welcome to the tragedy podcast this is great um, yeah i was gonna say the other thing is i sometimes wonder like i feel like i have a lot of i found my asian people now because of comedy yo yeah right like i have like asian people in my life because there is a a small-ish group of Asian people doing comedy, right? So that ties us together, which is like, hey, look, we're all kind of Asian. We're trying to do this thing. Absolutely. Without that, though, I don't know how I would find like a centralized Asian community that's not just Japanese. Yeah. Like, how do I kind of like find a central place to like hang out with cool Asian people? 
cool Asians. How do you do it? Yeah, how do I find the cool Asians? Um, the, the Cajuns. The Cajuns. <laughs> you know? I feel there's probably a couple of really cool, like DJ nights somewhere. <laughs> oh God, I would have to like get into DJs. I don't know. That's or a become great a DJ myself. You know, I, I we've had people on here on this podcast before. Uh, the the um, Vicky and Kathleen who run banana magazine yeah i love banana magazine yeah so i feel if i didn't have comedy i would have like hung out i mean not good friends with them but you know i would have like even done that even more like yeah. whatever thing they're doing because like there are like asian there's a lot of asian american graphic designers you know yeah. maybe hang out maybe learn some graphic design <laughs> my god you know yeah pick up a skill so you can yeah. like meet the cool Asians. yeah like, yeah yeah why do you want to do graphic design <laughs> um i just don't have a lot of asian friends around me and i want to be friends with them that yeah. are the cool ones at least can you show me how to mask in photoshop yeah. so i could be have some asian friends uh how our, our, our advice to you is um maybe move to new york city and do graphic design and do graphic design <laughs> baby that's how you do it i love it all right uh we're gonna do another voicemails Hey Mike, hey Jenny. So uh, this week I was a stalker agent. And this goes back to about a year ago when I was a pandemic productive agent and started my own online zero waste company during COVID. It's been a lot of fun to work on. Sales wise, it's just okay. All my customers so far are my truly awesome friends and my mom. Very grateful that they support me, but I really wanted the stranger sale to see if things would work. So a few days ago, I got an email notification that someone had just placed an order. Looked at the name, didn't recognize it, and I got really excited. Uh, went on probably the most Asian social media site, LinkedIn, and I stalked the hell out of this person. And after I got off LinkedIn, I was like, oh, wait, they could probably see me as a recent profile visitor, don't want to be a silent creep. So I uh, got back on LinkedIn for a second time just to send her a DM saying, hey, I'm the founder, thanks so much for your order, how did you find me, yada, yada. And she uh, hasn't responded. So I was wondering, do you guys have any stalking stories or do you ever look up your listeners? really enjoy the pod and i tell all my asian friends about you guys thank you so much for listening wow, wow that's okay very nice. that's good stuff okay so uh first of all two kinds of asians productive asian during the pandemic that was a thing i know that was definitely a thing. that wasn't me no hell no <laughs> i was uh i was uh just uh, uh drinking too much asian yeah. during the pandemic yeah fully disassociated asian yes, exactly yeah. looking at my life from the outside yeah you know i'm floating in <laughs> over my body yeah and before asian. i knew it a year and a half past so good for for this person yeah. for starting a little business and, and doing that and then second uh going and finding uh uh a customer <laughs> yes. on linkedin yeah linkedin is a scary site because you think so oh they what? can see you sometimes yes depending on your privacy settings yes uh, you can't you can change the, your settings although isn't there some weird thing where like if you have linkedin pro you yes, can always you see can always see wow so you just never know because i have my settings so i can't see who looks at me but in turn they can't see if i've looked at them got it because i stalk all the time do you i do love you use stalking yeah yeah do you use linkedin i mean it's part of my research <laughs> see okay first it's an outlet i would say 
I wouldn't call yourself a stalker. I would say I wouldn't say you're a stalker agent. I would say you're doing market research yeah, Asian. Exactly. Yeah. For your company. For your, your company. Small business. You're, you you found you were like you 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 were like hey what's this demographic? Yeah. Okay. I need to know um you know uh, age location uh, income yeah. you know what I'm saying what geographic uh, tendencies and then so you looked this person up and you found them and then you know what extra customer service you DM them. I know that's very kind. Very nice actually. Yes. Very good of you. You're not a stalker. You're mm. above and beyond customer experience yes. Asian. Yes. That's CX. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. CX. Customer experience Asian. And then now they know that there's a real person on the other side. Whoa. This isn't some offshore, like, <laughs> shady thing. Super it's like weird. A, yeah, yeah, it's thing. like an actual person running this business. Wow. So I think it's great. You Good job. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you also went on Instagram and Facebook and then DM it that way, that's a little different. Yeah, that's a different. That's a stalker. That's a different story. <laughs> I... I I don't think I've ever done that for a listener. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I get follows on Instagram, no, yes. Sometimes what happens is if somebody DMs me and says, "Oh, you know, thanks for you know, um, you know, we love the pod, whatever," and I look at their Instagram and they look like someone I didn't wouldn't expect would follow. Yeah. For example, like a very young Asian person. Yeah. I will DM this person back and be and be like, "How did you hear about the pod? I oh. like doing that." I like kind of Only going... Only if they're a very young person? That's just an example. Oh, why right? is that interesting? Well, because I didn't... Th- I wouldn't imagine a Zoomer to be into this I podcast. See. got it. Yeah. I remember one time I had like this very long conversation with this very nice kid. He uh, like goes to Pepperdine and uh, we had this whole long thing. Uh, uh, I think he's also from the Midwest and he was talking about how he was a... It, it was really interesting. He was like... He was the Asian kid. Um, but because people would pick on him... He picked the roughest sport, hockey, oh. and then he became uh, what is called a goon, uh-huh. which is What's the that? enforcer on the hockey team. Like the, the one who like hits people? Yeah, who's not, who who gets in fights. Oh, wow. And he was the one who got in fights all the time. You got this through DM? No, eventually we talked on the phone. Oh my God. <laughs> That's like, you know, like I made a connection with this dude, shouts to, to, uh, to I, don't, I hope he's still listening to the podcast and not getting concussed yeah. in the hockey games. But yeah, anyway, so like... You know, I made a whole connection out of this wow. thing. That's customer service, that baby. That is customer service. But sometimes, I, I, sometimes I'll do that. But I, I don't think I can, you know, I'll, I'll, I won't go on LinkedIn. Yeah, for not for listeners. I've, for sure, this is my first, obviously, experience with the podcast. Yeah. And so when people reach out, I, I've said thank you. Yes. To, like, everyone who was nice enough to be like, like, yay, we like you. Or yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, but at that most, I'll just click. And I've realized now that most people are private. Mm, which I think doesn't that's... get me anywhere in my stocking because <laughs> i'm like well i only know your little thumbnail yeah <laughs> and your username plus we have so many asian listeners it's hard to find like a jennifer chen's yeah you know ah damn it you know <laughs> i never find yeah, this I'm person not gonna, i don't know who this person you know, is at a, all. you know yeah like a, a timothy nguyen i'm like, I'm never find a timothy yeah. nguyen there's like a million of you guys so I'm, I'm, <laughs> but I'm, i love stalking people i do i do i do uh you mean market researching people. sorry i love market researching people yeah is I'm constantly a, market researching. Is there a good any good tips, tricks? No, I just Google their mm. names and I kind of click everything. Yeah, yeah. To try to find out. Yeah. Um, I guess it would be very easy to Google stock us. So easy. I mean, and we my put ourselves out there. Is oh yeah, so unique. Your name is unique, which is kind of a nightmare, right? Because you really can find like my old high school like <laughs> poems i wrote and really? got, got published yeah like short stories and stuff 
I didn't know or you like that I played like a recital in like 2006, like stuff like that, where I'm like, no one needs this. These, those are those are nice. Those are nice things. It's not like you have a you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I don't have like anything dark, but right. it's just like you could really find out a lot about me just That's by true. like my name. That's true. Which I actively put out into the world. Yeah, I'm actively like, look at me, look at me. Are there other Jenny? Because like I think it's a very Asian American experience where almost uh any name you have you know whatever your name is douglas you know chen yeah you google your name looking for yourself you're gonna find 10 really successful versions of you <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying any name yeah you know what i'm saying i think yeah. once i was like oh i gotta find jenny and i looked up jenny a error like it got very close but there was like still like six dermatologists named jenny remote and i was like god fuck you know like who do you know anyone like do you do you have that experience no well my exact name no okay but there is oh maybe there is one person it's like like 72 like just passed away in hawaii and i was like oh. all right <laughs> <laughs> kind of my twin right there yeah there you go one can hope that yeah. we will have the same fate just living in hawaii <laughs> a beautiful life how about you oh my god there's so many i used to have a bit about it i guess i'm trying to That's work it out true there's so many mike Nguyen. yeah there are there's um uh there's mike Nguyen. obviously tons of doctors yeah uh, even the way i spell it m-i-c it's not unique i yeah. thought it was being a little clever yeah i thought it was unique it's not wow. uh, there's there's other there's tons of mike Nguyen. um you know people in my adjacent field advertising doctors uh there's a mike Nguyen who went to the olympics oh wow in germany okay his name is michael Nguyen. there's i think there's a michael Nguyen in like some other professional shit it's like a whole thing so for a while it was very hard to find to google stock me yeah now it's easier if you go mike Nguyen and then kid comedy yeah i'm still like maybe third no, yeah. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm up there but like yeah it, it'll be it'll be tricky so but there's kind of nice about that something about anonymity like that. i liked it yeah i thought that was kind of like, cool. i'm jealous of it yeah i want to hide some stuff <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like a batman villain yeah just say, hey try to figure this out yeah and then it's like you just it's just like you know riddle jenny arimoto and it's like figured it out it's like because my name is so unique you know? it's like <laughs> everything is right there when you look up my name there we go easiest easiest uh uh batman crime yeah. to solve yeah no problem at no all no problem i i um well i enjoyed our voicemails yeah if you want to get up on this uh please hit us up the uh, again that number is 646-809-7231 again we love getting them leave it leave something you never know if we're gonna put it up there and and just and just have fun we're just gonna have fun with it yeah you know we're we're gonna make fun with you of you a little bit but that's okay that's what comedy is all about mm -hmm. you know um and i think that's i think that's it where i don't think we're gonna play the asian not asian game today we've talked too much we've talked too much we've spiraled Mm. yeah well that's me constantly <laughs> <laughs> we we had a good time though yeah great time um i think uh i don't know if there's any announcements to make um uh, here but um i don't know do you have any summer plans um not really mm. i think i'm just i'm mostly going to be staying in new york which i is kind of nice right because i have a tendency to leave sometimes yes so and I get FOMO when I'm away from New York in the summer. Do you really? I mean, New York in the summer pops off. It's Yo. so fun. Do you feel it's a little different? I feel like for some... As I came across this YouTube channel video. You know, there's sometimes YouTube uh, channels where it's just a guy with his, with his phone walking through the city. Yeah. And I found one where it was like, you know summer in new york blah blah and i was like okay i'll check this out and i clicked on it and it was like showed the lower east side and it was like 
jam-packed mm-hmm. right lower east side you know lower yeah. side is. and i was like holy shit and uh, but then i looked at the thing and it was last year uh-huh and i was like i remember last year being nuts well yeah it was like hot girl summer yes like coming out of like we're, we have vaccines now we right can, like, oh my god we're put gonna, my we're mouth gonna... on another person's mouth again <laughs> yeah yeah and, uh, but I feel this summer feels different. I don't know why. Maybe I'm wrong. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I It feels calmer. Like, the excitement isn't the same as last summer. Yeah. But I still feel like it's... Well, maybe the world is just weird. Like, everything's expensive. Everything's expensive. You know, things are kind of not great yeah right now in other ways and other yeah. flavors <laughs> i don't really like this uh the 2022 summer aura yeah you know the vibes are different the vibes are different the crystals yeah you know? but i still am gonna hopefully have fun okay well i hope uh <laughs> we, we hope you have fun uh we hope you had fun with this episode um and we will see you next time yes Oh, oh wait, wait, hold on. I'm supposed to do plugs. I guess you, you follow me on oh, Google stalk me. Google stalk me, Mike Nguyen. You can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. And you can find me anywhere at Jenny Arimoto. And feel free to Google stalk me and find out anything about my <laughs> middle school swimming race times. You could probably find those as well. <laughs> CIF, baby. That's the one we want to make. So, uh, and you can always follow the podcast uh, at Asian Not Asian Pod and check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod. Until then. Bye. Bye. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com/internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the US to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement of the restrictions apply.